It's time. We are not called to be nice. Sandy Rios. Welcome, Sandy. Thanks for being here. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. You and you still like me or you or you don't like me, James? Are you okay? You all right? <laughs> I'm a musician. I can't help it. Uh, longtime Fox News contributor Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. We have, I think it's four to one youth in America wants gay marriage. Our kids are the product of public schools. No wonder they poll the way they do. It's time to stand up or we're going to lose everything we have. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up, speak up, say something, do something. This isn't a game. This is real life. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host. Some things are worth fighting for. Good morning, America. My name is Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios this morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is a day we're going to talk about a wide variety of things, ranging from corruption to fatherhood to elections. So stay tuned. Later this hour, we're going to be joined by a very special guest, Wesley Wildman. He is the vice president of uh, outreach at uh, here at American Family Radio, and he's going to talk to us about a really interesting ministry for men that uh, I think has a lot of very important uh, goals, and we'll talk about that with Wesley next hour. You can follow me on Twitter at Election Law CTR. Elections are what uh, I do primarily when I'm not guest hosting for Sandy. Uh, I am the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. We're the nation's only nonprofit law firm dedicated solely to election integrity. And speaking of elections, look at Pennsylvania, still to be decided up in Pennsylvania for the U.S. Senate race, at least at least as far as the Republican side, where we have a race so close to call uh, with 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 Doctor Oz and uh, and fellow Republican David McCormick, McCormick finished ahead by half a percentage. So they're going to hold a recount, and I can tell you as an election attorney that recounts almost always reconfirm the results in the first go round. In fact, I can remember maybe one recount that changed the results and it changed the country. That was Norm Coleman versus uh, Al Franken back in the Minnesota U.S. Senate race, where Al Franken won that election by voter fraud. Yes, that is correct. Al Franken won a United States Senate election because of voter fraud. And here's how it worked. Minnesota has same-day registration, which means you just walk up to the polls and vote. You don't have to register ahead of time. One of a few states that have this feature. Well, the problem with same-day registration is you don't have time to determine whether or not that particular person is eligible to vote. And in Minnesota, they use something called the voucher system. Like, oh, I know Sven. Sven lives down the street from me. He, he's a good guy. Let him, let him register to vote. And other ways to allegedly confirm eligibility. Well, in the Frank and Coleman race, over 1,200 ineligible felons in other words, they were felons, and in Minnesota, you weren't allowed to vote when you were a felon. Over 1,200 ineligible felons walked into the polls, cast a ballot, and I don't have to tell you who they voted for. They didn't vote for the Republican Norm Coleman. They voted for the Saturday Night Live clown, Al Franken. And those 1,200 ineligible felons 
made the difference and defeated Norm Coleman by just a few hundred votes. And not only did they make the difference in Minnesota, they made the difference in the country because Al Franken became the 60th vote in the U.S. Senate to support Obamacare. If it were not for voter fraud, and in fact felons illegally voting because of same-day registration in Minnesota, if it were not for voter fraud, we would not have Obamacare. Period. Indisputable. Fact. Voter fraud changed the country. Again, I'm Jay Christian Adams. Would love to hear from you today at 1-88-589-8840. That's 1-88-589-8840. I'm in for Sandy Rios today and tomorrow, in fact, on American Family Radio. Speaking of changing the country, yesterday was the very first day in the federal trial in Michael Sussman his case for cooking up the whole Russia collusion hoax that they tried to bring down President Trump with in 2016. So Michael Sussman, an attorney who was working with Mark Elias, who was Hillary's lawyer at Perkins Coie in 2016. Perkins Coie is a big giant law firm that Hillary hired to do all of her bidding. And these guys cooked up a plan to lie right? That's the important part of this story, to lie and go tell the FBI that Donald Trump was in collusion with the Russian government and then set off a whole chain of other investigative activity by the federal government into Donald Trump because they knew they could rely on the federal apparatus. The federal government employees hate Donald Trump. So when I was a federal government employee, if my boss walked into my office and said, hey, we're going to spy on Donald Trump, I'd be like, you guys are nuts. But nine out of 10 of my coworkers would jump for joy and view that as like the most exciting news possible. So this attorney for Perkins Coie named Michael Sussman, who went on trial yesterday, went to the FBI director using his DC connections inside the Beltway connections to start to plant the seeds of this lie. And yesterday, lawyers for the federal government, I mean, we, we, should, we should take note of this because we've been waiting for this for a very long time. Lawyers for the United States Department of Justice, lawyers who work in the Biden administration, stood before a federal judge and argued in their opening statements that Hillary Clinton used the FBI as a tool to manipulate the American political process. This is what lawyers for the federal government said in court yesterday. It is amazing how far we've come. And it's on the front page of the Washington Times, at least, which raises lots of questions about the other people in the media who back in 2016 and 2017 treated the lies as fact, treated the lies as the truth. The Washington Post comes to mind, and clowns who write at the Washington Post treated the lie that President Trump colluded with Russia as a fact. So 
we've come full circle, haven't we, from those days in 2016 to yesterday's opening of Michael Sussman's criminal trial, criminal trial for lying to the FBI about Donald Trump. Now, Mark Elias, the big Mark Elias, if you haven't heard the name Mark Elias, you need to know it because he is one of the people who's trying to transform the country. He is the lawyer at Perkins Coie and now at the Elias Law Group who's suing all the states for their voter integrity legislation. Public Interest Legal Foundation tried to intervene in Texas to help Texas defend their laws. We tried to intervene in Georgia to help them defend their laws. We're helping in Virginia against the Elias Law Group because they want to strike down Virginia election integrity laws. So there's a group out there of lawyers, about 70 of them, who their sole purpose is to undermine the integrity of American elections. I know that that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Like, where do I get that gig if I'm in law school? Who's paying for this, by the way? That's a question I have yet to know, get an answer to. Somebody is. Somebody's paying 70 lawyers to spend all their day pondering how to undermine our election system and then going to court to do it. So the Elias Law Group, or Mark Elias and Perkins Coie, were behind an effort to mislead the American people in 2016 about Donald Trump. And one of them are going on trial today. One of them will be in a federal courtroom facing prison time. One. How about their colluders in the, in the Washington Post and New York Times? Oh, well, they're just reporters, right? They didn't do anything wrong. So nothing's going to happen to the ones who fed us the lies for the last couple of years. Tom, you're in Arkansas. Good morning. What do you have to say? You're on American Family Radio. I'm Jay Christian Adams, substituting this morning for Sandy Rios. Good morning, Tom. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you taking my call. I listen to this show every day religiously. And speaking of religion, um, you mentioned uh, voter fraud there. And um, I'm just... The, the, the debate about pastors and sermons becoming relative and, and including politics needs to come to the surface at this point in, in the history. And I'll tell you, it occurred to me uh, a couple of weeks ago that the biggest example of voter fraud in the Bible might be uh, uh, Barabbas, you know, <laughs> you know getting, right. working up the crowd and getting them to and, – and, and all these – all the sermons could be made so so current, could be related to what's going on in the country uh, so directly. You know, uh, there was an abortion poster the other day that said fetuses make good snacks or something like that. Um, you know, I, I think Sandy mentioned it on her, on her show, and I looked it up online and I saw it. And it's just like, you know, how do we, how do we not bring this into the pulpit? How do we not do that? It's, it's evil. It, it, you know, and when you think about the scriptures, they were written about current events, you know, and this is current events, you know? Well, look, I, one of the reasons they're written about current events is because we never get to utopia here, do we? We never reach utopia, despite the, the, the wildest dreams of progressive Nazis, communists, and French revolutionaries. It just never happens. And so the tension between good and evil uh, is always there. And so the story plays out in different ways over the centuries. Sometimes it's, you know, the mob at the guillotine. Other times it's the, the democratic will to have Barabbas released. 
Uh, other times it's gulags and Siberian logging camps. So, you know, we, we know that this story plays out over and over, and that's what makes America, America, a unique moment in world history where for the first time in world history, instead of trying to march us toward progressive utopia in some form or another, we recognize, the founders recognize that that the, the, the bad side of man has to be channeled and diluted. And so they're going to form a system of government to do that. And that's, that's one of the unique stories of America is that it was founded with an eye toward the nature of man and creating a system of government that disperses the bad impacts of that nature that had manifested over the centuries. Now, if you were to talk to a young, uh, naive high school kid, they would tell you that America was made to create a perfect world where they feel spa- uh, safe and, uh, and, and can pretend to be whatever gender they want, right? Which kind of in a way circles back to my original point, doesn't it? You know, that, that uh, it doesn't ever get really that much better. There's always some story being played out that uh, is indicative of this ancient tension between good and evil. And I think that's one of the great things about America is we have a system in place that does the best they could come up with in 1787 to disperse ill will, evil, uh, uh, malice, envy. And for example, the First Amendment. The First Amendment lets you, Tom, call from Arkansas and express your opinion, right? In the old days, we would come looking for Tom. And sometimes in the new days, we come looking for Tom, it seems when he expresses an opinion that we don't like. You know, that's one of the great things about America, Tom, is you can call up a show like this on American Family Radio and tell us just what you think, and the First Amendment protects you. And there's many more amendments. Of course, we talk about those on the show. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios. Coming up next, we have a very awesome guest. Wesley Wildman is going to talk to us about a ministry that I think is doing a lot of important things because a lot of important balls are being dropped in the home. We'll be up next. I want to hear from you also if you'd like to call American Family Radio, 1-88-589-8840. I'm Jay Christian Adams in for Sandy Rios in the morning. Stay tuned. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills And it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-45-BIBLE. That's 833-45-BIBLE. 833-45-BIBLE. This is Pause to Pray, a chance to stop down each day from the daily noise of life 
and pray for our country's leaders. Today, we pray for Vice President Kamala Harris. As Vice President, she is first in the presidential line of succession and is also President of the United States Senate. Matthew 23:11 reminds us of the importance of serving others. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, we ask for guidance for Vice President Kamala Harris as she serves the President and our country. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team. This is an important election year in your state and all across the country. And we are joining together to pray the vote. Details at pausetopray.org. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starn. Stand by for news and commentary next. Are you looking for a university that provides a quality Christian education with excellent academic and athletic programs? Well, I want to invite you to visit Liberty University, where they offer multiple visiting opportunities to fit your schedule. Plan a visit to their Central Virginia campus and stay for an afternoon, a day, or an entire weekend. You can also take a virtual tour from the comfort of your own home. Plan your visit today by texting "Go Visit" to the number 49596. Again, that's "Go Visit" to the number 49596. The Department of Homeland Security is preparing for violence if the Supreme Court strikes down Roe v. Wade. Axios obtained a confidential memorandum outlining specific threats, including assassinations of Supreme Court justices. Law enforcement is actively investigating threats to burn down or storm the Supreme Court building, as well as attacks directed at houses of worship and pro-life groups. In recent days, pro-abortion activists have protested outside the homes of several justices. One pro-life ministry was firebombed. Another vandalized a Catholic church was desecrated. There's no doubt the pro-abortion lobby will turn to violence. It's a group that literally supports killing a child on its birthday. Why would we expect people who disregard the value of life inside the womb to value life outside the womb? Be safe and alert, America. And by the way, I'd recommend you read my book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. It's available at ToddSterns.com. Sandy Rios in the Morning on American Family Radio. Good morning, America. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios in the Morning on this beautiful, at least on the East Coast, day. We're taking your calls this hour, of course, at 1-888-589-8840. But before that, I want to introduce a very special guest. Wesley Wildman is uh, going to talk to us today. He's the Vice President of Outreach at American Family Radio. And he has a fantastic uh, ministry that he's going to tell us about called Men of Honor. Good morning, Wesley. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. And to start my morning with just all the I got an awesome guest. I got a special guest, man. I just want to let you know I'm ready to go now. (laughs) (laughs) You had your morning coffee. That's right. Yes, sir. So, Wesley, tell us, what is Men of Honor? Let let the listeners know sort of uh, for uh, 101, Men of Honor 101. Like, what is it? Yes, sir. Men of Honor is a program or a concept in which in the summer, AFA provides a mentor program and we do so by providing the word of god well let me back up it actually goes in this order we actually provide good food (laughs) we provide some good food we provide some games and fellowship then we move to uh, the teaching of god's word 
then we do a, a, a round table or a discussion time based on what we've studied. Then we follow up and conclude the evening with a skill time in which we learn a specific skill. And the skills vary. So the skills could be anything from uh, car maintenance, which would include changing tire, tire pressure, how to jump off a car. Uh, one week we may have a uh, uh, a um, somebody that serves in first respondent so first responders so that may be an FBI agent a law enforcement um it may be a, a firefighter so and then the next week we could uh, we could cover th- anything when it comes to tools so how, what are some safety precautions when you're going through tools how do you do that and then we'll always end our skill time with them being able to take something home that complements something hands on complements what we learned so if we learned how to uh, handle uh, drills and hammers and nails and all that, then we're going to build something along the lines of like a birdhouse that they can take home. And the whole purpose and the reason that we do Men of Honors is because AFA wants to be always, we've always wanted to be a ministry that does that not only talks about and makes you aware of the issues at hand, but we want to be and provide a solution to the problems at hand. And so Men of Honors is our way to provide a solution to the fatherlessness and the lack of not just fatherlessness, um, but the lack of uh, men mentoring other men in America, and we feel like we can do that. We've got a beautiful facility to do that. We got the perfect location, and so we are asking people in the Northeast or North Mississippi area, or maybe some of the surrounding states. We're pretty close to the Alabama state line where we are. If you're wanting to come and participate in Men of Honor here at our headquarters at AFA. You can go to afa.net slash events, afa.net slash events, and you can find, click there. You can find all the details, all the information about, uh, and even more of what I uh, just described so you can get an idea of what you're getting into. Also, you'll have an opportunity to register there because we have to have you registered so that we have a head count, so that we have the right, the right number of materials, the right, the right amount of food, and so that we can expect you coming. Um, also, uh, at the end of the summer, it's uh, it's actually every Tuesday for eight weeks. So it sounds like a long, it sounds like people are going to have to invest a lot of time, but in reality, it's just eight Tuesdays. So if you look at it like that, it starts in uh, June, the first Tuesday in June. It ends last uh, Tuesday in July, so it's eight total. The eighth Wednesday, or the eighth Tuesday, the final one, we do a graduation ceremony where we recognize all the boys. They have an opportunity to invite their family their friends, whoever they want to, to come uh, see them graduate and be a part of the graduation ceremony. And so that is that, and we're just excited. We're inviting you to come. Go to afa.net slash events. Now, I don't want to spend the rest of my time talking about that because we're a national broadcast, and so we've got people listening from all over the country. So what I want to talk about is the curriculum. We now have a curriculum for this that you can duplicate in your hometown. So Last year, when I got on the radio this time of year and I started talking about Men of Honors, I had uh, a little over 100, give or take, emails that came in of people who were really excited about what we're doing, how how AFA is investing in young men, how we're discipling them, mentoring them, teaching them things about how to prepare for a job, how to do a fill out a job resume. We're being practical, but they're saying, look, I live in Texas, I live in Kentucky, Kansas, there's no way we're going to be able to make it down for the eight-week course. So AFA, myself, and uh, several of the staff members, we got together. 
and we put together a curriculum, the Men of Honor curriculum, and you can get that Men of Honor curriculum completely for free, completely for free, if you go to AFA Resource, if you go to afa.net and click AFA Resource tab. So go to afa.net, there's a tab at the top, and it says AFA Resource tab. Right, and you know, let's talk about who benefits briefly. Yes. I mean, are we are we talking about um, th- these are generally young men, right? Uh, age group wise, what do you, what do you uh, where do they start and what do they go to? Yes, sir. So the age that we are that we allow uh, for the reasons that we've set up is ages seven to seventeen. Ages seven to seventeen. Any young men that falls in the age group, and we certainly. Uh, all we have over the years, we have also also had uh young men who had great examples and godly dads, and they've also come. And that particular dad has actually come and helped volunteer and participate. So we we want to we want to accommodate uh, a wide range of young men that are able to come. But we all know, and I've I'll just share just a little bit of the numbers with us. Most of these are going to be very familiar with us. But if you grow up without a dad in the home or without a godly figure in the home, you're four times more likely to live in poverty. You're more likely to suffer emotional and behavior behavior problems. You're more likely to go to prison, more likely to commit crime, and the list goes on and on. Of course, abuse drugs, drop out of high school. And so we and I I've said for many, 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 many years, many years on AFR, as we as I come on the AFR as a utility guy filling in and as as I've write and discussed uh, on the different platforms, there are many different problems that deserve that that need a biblical solution to them and they would they would obviously be a piece of the puzzle of making us a christian nation again nonetheless i believe the single most biggest problem in our country statistically by far is the lack of uh christian men or the lack of men in the household and specifically the lack of christian men in the household doing what they're supposed to do and taking care of their home discipling their children and uh, pointing them into being a Christian and to answer things through a biblical lens. And so the lack of men. And so we want to come alongside. We're not going to be the only solution. You're going to have to go. If you're in a different state, you're going to have to go download the uh, curriculum. You go, go to the afa.net slash, uh, go to afa.net and click on the resource tab to get the curriculum. We're not the only solution. We're t- asking you to take the curriculum, do it in your hometown. Even if you don't use a curriculum or don't go there, do something like this. Recognize that there's a problem, that there are young men without men in their lives, and we want to be a solution for that. And tell us some of the interesting practical lessons that yes. they'll learn, uh, Wesley, in, in Men of Honor. Yes. Okay. So week one, we will go over car maintenance, where we will look at how to check the air pressure in a tire. We'll look at how to uh, uh, have a air pump and have pop up a tire if need to. We'll look at how to change a tire, jump start a car. Uh, just skipping around here, we'll also look at um, etiquette. So at the end, and, and this is one of my favorites because my mom actually comes in on this one. My mom will come in at the end of the um, end of the summer on the week number seven, going into the graduation ceremony on week eight. My mom will come in and she'll teach a handful of etiquette tools such as holding the door for a lady or anybody behind you making sure that you don't shut the door on them uh how to pull up a chair how to be more mindful of uh ladies when they're sitting down if you can help them uh handshakes the whole deal anything when it comes to etiquette 
Um, so my mom will come in and do that. We look at job seeking skills and we talk about how different ways that you can, as a young man, uh, make a little bit of money, make a little bit of cash. So we look at yard maintenance and mowing and edging, and there's different ways that you can make some cash during the summertime when you're in high school. And so we want to encourage them to do that. And we, and, and all the skills that we do, we always provide a biblical perspective. So if we're going to talk about raise, uh, making a little cash in, in high school, uh, mowing yards, well, we're going to talk about the biblical stewardship and the desire that God gives us to provide for our families. And so it's just a beautiful thing. And then at the graduation ceremony at the end, we get to see the fruits of our labor throughout the whole summer. And uh, we just, uh, I'm just so thankful that AFA has given me the platform and the opportunity to provide a solution. It's a small one. And I know there's, we, you know, this would be ideal to have this all over the country. But we want to, even though it's small in our local area, we want to be a uh, we want to. What it says in James, don't just be uh, do. Uh, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. And so that's what we're wanting to do: is to be doers of the word. And we're encouraging you to do that as well. We're talking with Wesley Wildman. He uh, is with American Family Association, and he's telling us about the Men of Honor program that's taking place in an effort to help young men ages seven to seventeen learn some of the basics they might not be getting at home etiquette, maintenance, just basically how to be a man around the house and how to be a useful steward and how to be uh, somebody who makes things run. Uh, Wesley, and when when will the uh, program start and what do you need? Yes, sir. The program will start June 6th, I believe that is. It's the first Tuesday in June. It will start June, no, June 7th. So, sorry, let me correct myself. It will start June 7th. It will be every Tuesday from June 7th through July 26th. That's eight total Tuesdays. And right now, our biggest need is young men to sign up. We need young men to sign up. And if you can't, and if you can sign up for the local event here at our headquarters, that's at afa.net slash events. If you can't make it to the local event and you're uh, too far of a drive, then we have created a free curriculum that follows very closely what we do uh, here at our headquarters, and you can get that curriculum completely for free at afa.net and just click at the top. There's a resource tab. Click the resource tab. It'll take you right there. Thank you very much. This sounds like a a fantastic program. When you say uh, near the headquarters, you're talking about northeastern Mississippi, uh, Tupelo, Columbus. Uh, how how far out would you go, uh, Wesley? Sure. Well, that's really up to the person how far they're willing to drive. I, I tell you this, last year we had a gentleman who drove 45 minutes and brought three boys every Tuesday all summer. And so uh, they benefited greatly from it. And after the first one, they they were fully committed that it was worth their drive. So just uh, just a testimony from one gentleman. Uh, it was a, a value to him and the boys that he was discipling that he was willing to drive 45 minutes on Tuesday, so wow. we'll take as many and, and, and as far out as you're willing to drive, but if if you look at the, the map and you see it's too far, go uh, get our uh, curriculum. Right. Well, fantastic. We've been talking with Wesley Wildman, American Family Association, about the Men of Honor program. Wesley, how about one more shout-out to give them that website that they could sign up? Yes, sir, and thank you for having me on, and thank you for giving me the opportunity if you want to sign up for the local event in Tupelo, Mississippi, it's at afa.net slash events. 
if you're wanting the curriculum that duplicates or walks you through exactly what we're going to be doing here, you can go to afa.net and click on the resource tab at the top of the page. Great. Thank you so much for joining us, Wesley. It's the Men of Honor program, and you can get more information about it at the afa.net webpage. So thank you very much, Wesley, for joining us this morning. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Take care. That's Wesley Wildman, American Family Association, about the Men of Honor program. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in with you this morning on Sandy Rios uh, in the morning. We've been talking about the Sussman trial and the Justice Department in 2022 finally, finally has lawyers for the Biden Justice Department standing in front of a court talking about the crimes that were committed against Donald Trump. This happened yesterday in a federal courtroom, a federal courtroom trial against Michael Sussman, a lawyer for Hillary Clinton, okay? This isn't like Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees of Separation. This is Hillary Clinton's lawyer. Wait, he billed Hillary Clinton for the meeting with the FBI general counsel where he committed these alleged crimes, where he lied to the FBI about Donald Trump and Russia. So in other words, get just imagine how awesome this would be if you're a, a crooked lawyer. You go to the FBI, tell them lies about Donald Trump, and you send out a bill for it. That's what happened, allegedly, according to the case being presented by the Joe Biden Justice Department. Okay, The Joe Biden Justice Department says that these individuals committed crimes to help Hillary Clinton and to smear Donald Trump. The trial started yesterday. I'll give you more updates tomorrow. I'm in for Sandy Rios again. I'm Jay Christian Adams in for Sandy Rios on American Family Radio this morning. So coming up next, we're going to take more of your calls, more of your thoughts about what's happening around the country, what's happening about the justice system. Do we have a justice system? We have to wait for six years for the fog of lies to reveal themselves like's happening in a federal courtroom. You can join us right after this at 188-589-8840. Again, 188-589. I'm Jay Christian Adams. You can follow me on Twitter at election law CTR. Election law CTR. We'll be back right after this on American Family Radio with more of your calls in for Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Hey, moms and dads, are you at your wit's end? Hi, this is Mark Gregston with Parenting Today's Teens. I'm so grateful for the partnership we have with American Family Radio. We share a common goal to bring hope to hurting families through the life-changing medium of radio. Be sure to listen Saturday afternoons at 4.30 Central on American Family Radio. Find help and hope for your family with Parenting Today's Teens. This week on Truth For Life, we're examining more letters from the risen Christ. We'll learn why the true church is not only a living and loving community, it's also long-suffering and loyal to Christ. Learn the essentials of believing and behaving properly on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. 
Truth For Life. Weekday mornings at 1130 Central on AFR and online at AFR.net. What would it take for you to compromise your principles? My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Recently, I heard a statement that went like this. I don't think principles matter if you can't get elected. Principles form the core of who you are. Principles form the foundation of a civil society. George Washington, in his farewell address, identified religion and morality as indispensable supports. In vain would that man claim the tribute of patriotism who should labor to subvert these great pillars of human happiness, George Washington said. It makes me think of a scripture. What would it profit a man to gain the whole world yet lose his soul? What would it profit a candidate to gain an election but lose his principles? Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. In a world where no one can tell us no. To this day, every human being born on this planet is the product of a male and a female. That's the way God set it up. God created us in His image. A place where Facebook and YouTube have no control. I think the command in Scripture relative to men and women is not mainly women sit down, but men stand up, act like men, lead as you're supposed to. A place where we can no longer be canceled. When the Scripture speaks, God speaks. And if you understand that rightly, then everything else simply falls into place. The American Family Association presents the AFA streaming platform. Just visit streaming.afa.net for the latest films, documentaries, and AFA original productions. You'll even find videos from some of your favorite talk shows. All you have to do is create a free account at streaming.afa.net. This is Frank Gaffney with the Secure Freedom Minute. As we assess the immense damage being done to America's international prestige and national security interests by Joe Biden's wrecking operation, some negative consequences are self-evident. In short, this country's enemies, notably communist China, Russia, North Korea, Iran, and their Marxist allies in our own hemisphere, are emboldened and becoming more dangerous. Less obvious, but no less problematic, has been the toll arising as allies and other partners adjust to the new reality of an irresolute, weakened, and unreliable United States. Some have simply cut deals with adversaries from whom we used to offer protection. Others are actively considering how best to secure a nuclear deterrent of their own in the face of yawning uncertainties about the condition and sufficiency of ours. Even NATO's putative solidarity over Ukraine and possible further expansion are imperiled by Russia's continued aggression and Turkey's veto. Paging Pax Americana. This is Frank Afney. Don't forget to connect with Sandy Rios in the morning on Getter or email Sandy at Sandy at AFR.net. That's Sandy at AFR.net. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Good morning. I am Jay Christian Adams. And for Sandy Rios this morning on American Family Radio, so great and happy you joined us today. I'll be back again in tomorrow. We're going to have a special guest tomorrow, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton will be joining us in this hour. Tune in tomorrow to hear all about the fights that Ken Paxson is having with the likes of Mark Elias and the Elias Law Group over election laws in Texas. Elias is doing to Texas what he's doing to everywhere else in the country, and that's attempting to 
anti-democratically undermine election integrity laws. So we'll be talking to Ken Paxson tomorrow about that. But we've been talking this morning about the start of a federal court trial against Michael Sussman, criminal trial by brought by the U.S. Justice Department against one of Hillary's lawyers who cooked up or participated in the cook-up of the Donald Trump-Russian collusion lie in 2016. He went on trial yesterday. He's on trial for lying to the FBI. So we'll see how that trial goes. It'll be very interesting to watch. Ed, you're in Missouri. Good morning. You're on with Jay Christian Adams on American Family Radio. What do you have to say today? Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Happy to have you. What do you have to say? Well, it just seems to me like it's just going to be a dog and pony show. You have a judge whose wife was a Hillary Clinton lawyer. You have a judge who allows uh, Clinton supporters, admitted Clinton supporters, on the jury. And it just seems like it's going to just go nowhere. I mean, I hate to say that, but it's uh, everybody involved in that conspiracy should be tried and, if convicted, do serious time because there's been so much damage done to the country by all the lies. Yeah, and let's let's inventory some of the damage we may not be thinking of. First of all, it's a crime to lie to the FBI, 18 U.S.C. 1001, okay? Right. If an FBI agent comes to talk to you, the only thing you should ever say to them is, I need my lawyer present, okay? Yes. You shouldn't say anything else because they will always find a way to accuse you of lying about something. Like... How do you feel today, Mr. Smith? I feel good. And in fact, you had a stomach ache. Oops, off to federal prison. That would be a federal crime. Okay? Right. So, so the question is, what other damage has been done to the country? Well, let's not forget that for about the first two or three years of the Trump administration, every single writer for every single major mainstream publication would treat the Russian collusion story as if it were fact. In fact, I can name a couple of conservatives who would do the same thing, largely writing in places like National Review and The Bulwark and, you know, those sorts of places, who hated Donald Trump. So for years, a sizable portion of the country was parroting a lie. And we know it's a lie now because Michael Sussman is on trial in federal criminal court for making the lie. So that's part of the damage that happened to the country. You couldn't talk to people or open up a newspaper without being bombarded with this lie, this divisive, destructive lie. So don't forget that, that it wasn't just a technical violation, potentially, of the law that it was something of a much bigger unraveling of the American political fabric. It was something beyond just a little bit of a lie. So, trial has started. We'll keep you posted. I'll be back again tomorrow for Sandy Rios from J. Christian Adams, and I will update you on the events of today. Steve. You're in Louisiana. Good morning. What do you have to say on American Family Radio, Steve? Oh, not Louisiana. 
Go yeah. ahead. I'm here. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Yes, yes. Please, please tell us how we can successfully fight against the Marxists when they break all the rules and they look at us and dare us to, to come after them. Well, how can we win? Is that your question? Yes. How can we win when the other side breaks the rules, just like what you have been so wonderfully telling us this morning? What do we do as a people when one side breaks all the rules and then tells us we have to keep, uh, you know, uh, obeying the rules? Okay, well, history provides some answers, doesn't it? And we have lots of examples, even ones with Marxists where history shows how to defeat these people. And let me just take you back uh, to Poland, 1980s. And what we saw in Poland was the clash between the culture of the lie and the culture of the truth. And notice I characterize this in terms of a cultural clash as opposed to a political or ideological one because a cultural clash is much deeper than a political or ideological fight. And in Poland, we had this clash between the two cultures. And, you know, we don't have time left in the show to inventory all the weaponry on each side. But I can tell you, as someone who has friends who grew up in that culture of the lie in Poland in the 80s, that they had all sorts of little insidious ways to erode the culture of the truth. For example, I'll just share one with you. I, this one sticks out. On Sunday, normally during the week on Polish TV, they would have documentaries about like potato production or meeting the five-year plan or the glorious history of the proletariat or other completely boring nonsense on television. Well, there was one time during the week where they put on the latest, greatest, Disney movies. Does anybody want to guess what time of the week, what time slot, Polish communist television would air Disney movies? Some of you got the right answer, I can tell. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Disney movies would suddenly appear on Polish television. And why? It's because they were trying to keep the children out of church. They were trying to create conflicts in the family where a child would pitch a fit because he wanted to watch Pinocchio or Bambi or Herbie the Love Bug instead of go to church. You see how these people play. So we had a clash between the culture of the lie and the culture of truth in communist Eastern Europe throughout the uh, you know 70s, 80s, ultimately culminating in the defeat of the Marxists. And that's where I'm going with this, Steve, is that there were ways to beat them. Now, it's not easy. It's not fun. Sometimes it's a little bit messy and bloody. But in the end, you can defeat the culture of a lie with the power of truth. And we see this playing out on gender perception issues right now. Do not capitulate. The warriors in Poland in 1989, buoyed by a Polish pope, knew the power of the culture of truth. And they did 
not capitulate. They didn't capitulate on the small stuff. They didn't capitulate on the big stuff. They turned off the television when Bambi came on. They did things to fight back. Now, you might wonder, how does that translate to America in 2022? It's not the same. I get it. Things are different. The fight has changed. But the fundamentals are the same. The power of truth still is clashing with the culture of the lie. The nonsense related to gender identity and having men swimming in women's swimming events dressed up in women's bathing suits like something from Borat or a Saturday Night Live skit, that's that's still going on. And that has a lot of similarities to what happened in communist Eastern Europe, particularly Poland, in the 1980s, where one side knows what the truth is and the other side is trying to dissolve truth and rip it apart. And so that's step one. Step two, I would say, is the courage of confrontation. Nobody wants to have uh, a confrontation. I get that. You want to be neighborly. You want to be pleasant and so forth. But at some point, you have to put your foot down. And at some point, you have to pick up the phone and call your school board. And at some point, you have to pick up the phone and call your county supervisor or whoever is enabling the lie. If your school is teaching something, your government school is teaching something, A, call and complain. B, considering getting out if you can. C, considering homeschooling. There's lots of options now. But my point is everybody has the power to push back. Everybody has the power to pick up the phone, to send that email, to say no. We still have a First Amendment. If your school board is doing something that you disagree with, if your teachers are teaching that America is a bad place compared to the truth that it's the greatest place that ever existed, that's done more for the human spirit and individual dignity than any nation on the face of the earth in all of world history. If your school is teaching the opposite of that, then do something about it. Let me, t- let me let you guys in on a little secret. The Marxists are cowards. They shiver at dissent. They shiver when you speak the truth. They get very, very worried that maybe things aren't going so well for their cause. You have more power in that phone call or that conversation or that email than you realize. When you tell them that you disagree with where they're taking the country, they get very nervous. They don't let on, but I can tell you it disrupts their glide slope. The landing will not be as smooth as they anticipated. So have the courage of your convictions and stand for the culture of truth. Okay, there's Christian Adams' admonition for the day. 
for uh, Roy in Louisiana as to what to do about the Marxist. Morgan, you're in North Carolina. Good morning. You're on American Family Radio. You're on with Jay Christian Adams and for Sandy Rios. Good morning, Councilor Adams. Sure is nice to hear a, a good, true voice. And uh, I, I, I presume you're a pilot by what you just stated there about a glide slope and landing. Well, I am not, but I'm, I fly so much. I'm a big fan of aviation, and I, I, I know a good deal about it more than I should. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am. I'm a pilot. I'm, I'm 80, 80 some years old, and I, I'm real concerned about <clears throat> what we're going to do about November about keeping these mail-in ballots out of the out of the polls because they're going to do the same thing they did in 2020 if we aren't careful. Well, yeah, right. And and what you're saying, Morgan, is the problem with mail-in ballots. And this, of course, is part of the COVID craze. Like, we have to totally f- fundamentally transform our elections. And we'll be talking more about elections tomorrow with Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas. And okay, when now. you have a mail-in election, then you aren't able to see the election occur. Voting takes place behind closed doors in kitchens, sometimes by third parties, as I put up a case called United States versus Ike Brown in federal court in Mississippi, where I proved, I helped prove, that people were voting other people's ballots in court. The trial was in Jackson. So thank you, Morgan, for calling and pointing out once again the problem with mail ballots. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I have had a wonderful time with you this morning. And we'll do it all again tomorrow on American Family Radio, where I guest host once again for Sandy Rios. Thank you, Sandy, for having me do this. And we'll have a guest tomorrow, Attorney General Ken Paxton. Same place, same time. Everybody out there, please have a good day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.